Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Party Bus LA. Party Bus LA is the premier party bus service in Southern California, and they have you covered on all your party bus needs, whether it's birthday parties, corporate events, bachelor or bachelorette parties, wine tasting tours, or even just a basic shuttle service. There's no better party bus service than Party Bus LA. Next time you need a party bus for any type of event, cruise on over to PartyBusLA.com. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to episode five of the Existential Bro. We're really excited about this episode. No guests today; it's just us three. So Ooh, we're, we're gonna rock we're it. Having some fun. We're gonna rock it. So today we're talking about stereotypes. I do have something to say. I want to first thank everyone, um, all of our listeners. You guys are fucking amazing. Uh, all the feedback I get, the questions, just you guys have been making this such a great experience for all of us. We have listeners from India, China. Um, we have a few in Denmark and Europe. I mean, whoever you are listening out there, thank you so much. We're so fucking excited. Uh, thank you um, for this Don Julio 1942, Vin. You're the man. We're so excited for this episode. Dude, it's awesome. We're going to be talking about labeling. Like, we're going to be talking yeah. about, like, making predictions of people that yeah. we shouldn't be making predictions about or what? I mean, What's maybe we should be. I don't know. It's, don't know. That's yeah. the question. I think right? we're going to talk we about made... labels, preconceived notions, yeah. how it affects the psyche, and how it affects the way you approach people in relationships, okay. right? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, I love that. So who wants to start it off? I feel like Doc has a Doc, get us going, man. Has a few Ooh. things he wants to talk about. What's up? No, nah, well, this is heavy. I mean, I think uh, to anybody who's followed us at all, we got uh, Ricky's Black, Julian is Persian and I'm Jewish. Yeah. And so we got three somewhat different perspectives here. And so we thought it was kind of a, a good topic to, sure. uh, to scratch the surface and dive into. Yeah. And, uh, I wanted to start off actually, I want to start this off with a story because I've talked about labeling a bunch. I don't know if we've, maybe we've touched on it on air, but we haven't really, really discussed it. Mm. And so I just wanted to start this off with a story and then we'll really get into the meat of it. So me and Rick went to college together, and this was back when Ricky was single, so we actually went to the gym. And, uh, <laughs> Still go to the gym. Yeah, he definitely does. Really? Yeah, like and uh, so anyways, we're, we're cruising back from the gym, and Ricky, I mean, yeah, you're half black, half white. Yep. And uh, Congrats. We're cruising, we're cruising back from the gym, <laughs> and uh, anybody who's, who's been at UCLA, there's Bruin Walk, which is like the main walk. Yeah. And we, uh, I just saw you. I was cruising back, and I – didn't go with you, so I wasn't walking I was with saying, you. I don't, we weren't going to the gym together at the time? No, I was lifting pretty heavy weight. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. As <laughs> is just like shrinking right now. It's like, come on, sorry, man. Sorry, okay. <laughs> um, and so I, I come up behind Ricky, and he's got he's got that his hood on with the sleeveless shirt. You know what I mean? Arms looking big, and got that intimidating look. And I creep up, and this is back when the i the uh, iPods had the pinwheel. Mm. You know what I mean? This is real bad. I, okay, I, I think actually myself the, here. I think the iPhone four was out. I think you just had the iPod with the pinwheel. No, I had a flip phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, the Nokia I, I brick. Think, I mean, I think that came. Yeah, that was like. I had, we were I had a razor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. I, I cruise up behind Ricky, and he's he's got that intense look on his face, like he just, just crushed it at the Free gym. Pre workouts just coursing through my veins. And he's uh no, this is on the way back, and Still I sc- creep over your shoulder, and you're listening to John Mayer. Yeah, yeah. No I, I swear! I swear to God! I no swear to God! And so Ricky, Ricky sees yeah. me, takes his, his headphones off, he goes, "What's up?" And I look at Ricky. I, I started laughing. I said, "Man, you're so white." And I didn't even—I th- didn't think much of it. I didn't think much of what I said. And you looked at me, and this honestly, this was a huge moment in my life, and it was just probably something you said in passing. And you yeah. said, "Man, my whole life, if I listen to rap music, people tell me how black I am. Wow. And if I listen to John Mayer, people tell me how white I am. People love to throw me into a bucket." 
Wow. And you just kind of said true. it, and we went, and I didn't even think much of it at the time, but it's something from time to time I look back on. And I think it speaks to our propensity, our, our tendency. We want to put people into buckets, into groups, label them, yep. and then that helps us to understand them. And there's a lot of detrimental side effects of labeling of course, people. Because, I mean, we, we, base, we base everything on comparison, right? So if we've experienced something before – then of course we're gonna have to label them to be able to say, okay, they are in this bucket. Yeah. Let me just this is the type like, of person I, I've experienced this with this person. So if I put them in this bucket, I have a feeling that my predictions of that person are gonna be very accurate based on the fact that they're in the same bucket. But it's not it's right. Not, it's not fair, right? It's not it's not the truth. The, the interesting part is, as a psych major, we talk about this. There's a reason human beings stereotype and put labels and put people into categories. It's, it's yeah. easier. It's literally easier for us to go, oh. That guy's Jewish, so he must believe A, B, and C. It's easier to arrange them into categories because then you can just go, yeah, this guy's that, this guy's that, this girl's that, this girl's that, and you just boom. And you can categorize them. Sure. So when you're thinking about them later on or you're talking about them or you need to hit them up, you, you kind of have these like prearranged categories. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. It's it, a psychological it, thing. It's, it's, it's like anything, right? It, it's You start to associate certain experiences with things. If you, if you touched a fence and you got electrocuted, and you touch another fence and you got electrocuted and you touch a third fence and you got electrocuted. The next time you saw a fence, you I probably be, would you touch would, it. You would be a little bit <laughs> yeah. hesitant, <laughs> right? Yeah, Judy might. I would be like, there's no the way I'm going to get burned four times. <laughs> that, that exact reasoning that I use can be really, really detrimental and really scary because what, I've, what I think that the bad part about labeling can be, well, uh, there's a lot of bad things, aside from it being kind of human nature like you touched on, right. Rick, is that what I think I've noticed and I've seen people do and – we have a propensity to do is rather than letting your labels of someone be changed, you change the narrative to justify your labels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you find the things that work. Right. And That's so scary, man, it, That's it, scary. It, it's super scary. And so I, I also want to kind of disclaim what I'm about to say is I'm a Jewish male. So it's not like any stereotypes have seriously hindered my life at all. I've never felt systematically oppressed or held down by being identified as a Jewish guy. So it's what I've had to deal with on a scale from one to 10 is a, 0.001 nothing that's really affected me i remember there was one time you know you know how it is I, I kind of like to abide by the principle of you know what's a few dollars between friends so i'll get you a burrito next time you get me a sandwich whatever yeah. not a big deal the the stereotype of being jewish let's just address the elephant in the room is that you're cheap yeah. and i remember we went out and i said hey man I'll, I'll grab you the sandwich and then so next time we go out i said hey i got you the food last time do you mind getting it for me he goes, man, you're such a Jew. <laughs> oh, no. right. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And then the next time, what happens is we go out, and I said, okay, well, I know what happened last time, so I just said, hey, why don't we just each pay for our own thing? And he goes, man, you're such a Jew. Right. And then, and then there's a there's a different time where we go out, and you just say, hey, man, don't even worry about paying me back. I got you. And he goes, man, you're such a rich Jew. So my point is, <laughs> there's no winning. Yeah. yeah. The, the point yeah. is, and and once again, this isn't to say, oh, my life's so tough. But the point is, that's in a, a, a an example of how people yeah. will adjust the narrative to make their label work, and that is so detrimental. But, yeah. but then what happens, and this is something that I obviously struggle with a lot, is yeah. what happens if you can't be categorized? You, and I, 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 I tr I'm, being, I'm not I'm being serious. I've had... I struggle with being an enigma. I'm like, I'm, it sucks. I'm just an anomaly amongst the rest. Like, why are you guys all worried Wait, about is that, that what you're saying? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And, I, and I'll tell you this right now. I, I 
let, let me explain. No, no, no. Sorry, okay. I so laughing. I'll sit down with someone and we're talking and they're like, oh, you're such a character, man. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, I appreciate it. And I'm like, no, I'm just open with what I need to say and I want to say it. And I've had times where people will quickly predict. And there's actually it's a book I'm reading right now. It's like how to predict people's behavior. You've been reading and that for a while. I've been reading it for a while because yeah. I keep, keep rereading it. a long it. book? <laughs> it's a long book. But okay. um, it's actually the attorney that did the jury selection for O.J. Simpson's trial okay. and got him acquitted. Um, and mm. she de- and she kind of describes it as a people will make a prediction about you within the first 15 seconds. So if you come off very professional or you come off yeah. like a, you know, an asshole, or if you come off like whatever you want to say, like a partier or someone who just only cares about one thing for the first 15 seconds, if that's the category you're placed in now, they're going to, like you said, they're going to try and adjust these narratives. Now, what happens if they can't basically put you in this category? What they're, what yeah. are they going to do? And what they will do is they'll kind of look back and say, okay, let's look at his past. Let's look at his past behaviors. And with social media, um, with people just being so yeah. quick to judge and just tell people, oh, no, this is this is this person. Oh, I remember when he was in high school, when he was in college. It's like there's, they get stuck in the past. And they're all, yeah. they aren't willing to have a conversation with you in the present. Right. Like there was, I, I'll kid you not. Like like their mind you, is made the, up. I, I, yeah, their mind is made up. And I, I kid you not. Like I was, yeah. I was on a few dates last week. Um, what? And yeah, dude, it's crazy. Damn. And the girl, the girl, that I, the girl that I liked, That's super crazy. smart, so, beautiful girl. Yeah. And what? we're sitting down. Yeah, crazy, right? Damn. Um, but we're sitting down, and she starts telling me, she's like, you know, I was listening to your podcast, and you started what? talking. To, yeah. <laughs> and she's st- who she is start- this person? <laughs> she starts talking, and she's like, yeah, I was listening to your podcast, and like, you, you, you come off a certain way, but you tell me this, and you tell. And I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. What you're trying to say is that based on what I've talked about in my past. Uh, on the podcast, you're basing now who I am based on the past stories. Yeah, that's, but that's fair. I, yeah, uh, is I, it? I, yes, that's yes. completely it? fair because there's there's yes. a pattern there. Yes. No, but here's I the agree. thing: if you're willing to make that change for someone else, that that's something that, that you can't. You can't that's, I, I think you're, I think you're getting at, I think you're getting ahead of ourselves, and I want to talk about that. That more has saying, to do with your potential as a person. Right. But somebody mm. you you can't predict somebody's potential. You just have to look at the body of work in front of you and what what they're. But offering you're still the labeling moment. them. Look, if you're let me jump in. So here's the deal: like. What else do you have to, to know a person other than what they say, how they say it, when they say the it? The present conversation. No, man. Because if, if you're the listening. The present actions. Well, here, here, hey, here's something kind of before we before we start jumping into this. Here's something that I do want to talk about is labeling kind of what you were discussing. is just saying, oh, people label me. People do this. That is human nature. And w- there's a lot of labels that people are going to put on you that you have control over those labels. Yeah. I understand that if I wear sweatpants to school like I do every day, people are going to make certain – they're going to categorize me in a certain way. But I think the labels that are the scariest and the most detrimental are the ones that you don't have control over. For sure. Yeah, right? I agree. And so honestly – Like some of the racial ones that we right, were touching that, on earlier. So that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Like as a Jewish guy, people can't look at me and immediately know that I'm Jewish. Okay? Right. But Ricky, I kind of want you to talk on this. People can look at you and say, oh, that's a black guy. So you know what's and funny I, is – How does that work? I thought he was tight. Yo, actually, <laughs> I, 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 might be, I might be a yeah. little bit different in this conversation because, yeah, I am black, but people don't automatically – No, he looks Puerto Rican. Depending on where I am in the that's United true. States – This is dead serious. So depending on where I am in the United States, if I'm in California, I get Mexican, obviously. I could see People that. are like, you're Mexican, you're Mexican. Until I go, oh, I'm black. And I go, okay. If I'm in the South, yeah. I'm black. There's no hmm. question. People are like, it's a black What guy. about Highland Park? If I'm in Highland Park, <laughs> <tie. They're> like, <laughs> No, if you're in Highland Park, they're like, can we borrow some money? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just, that's they're point. like, listen, like, please, like, I'll do anything. Almost no, it's true. It's true. But where, if I'm on the East Coast, yeah. Puerto Rican or something like that. Of course. So it's, it depends on where I am. But no yeah. matter what, I can't get away from I am brown. 
So that's the thing. And, and people people want to label, figure out right. which label to place um, on you, if right? I could, if I had a fucking penny for every time someone has asked me, hey, man, so what are you? Which I fucking hate that question. Yeah. I get it. And I'll, you know, Pisces, indulge right? it. But yeah, yeah Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that actually would be a good way to start addressing people's yeah. questions. Like, are you Middle Eastern? It's like, no, Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm going to start doing that. Honestly, no, that was hey, what are you? Don't ask I just said if better than you, right? <laughs> uh, like everything. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, I, I get asked that. All the fucking time, all yeah. the fucking time, and what it is? That's what pe- what people are doing is they're going, how can I label you? Right. What 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 can I what can I associate with you? What are you? Well, think about it. If they're able to make a prediction on you right off the bat, then they know how to act around you, right? right? They know. They, they, but that's that's what bothers me. Is everyone's trying to be fake? It's but, like just be yourself. And if if it works out that you guys end up having a connection, yeah. great. So if it doesn't, move on. He, you, here's know, something, you don't need to make predictions about them. And, and here's something that I kind of have a question about because this, this is like um. Uh, somewhat of a thought experiment that I've played with, okay, is you walk into a party yep. and you don't know anybody there. And for a second, let's just pretend you're not Julian, so you're not going to take your shirt off and start dancing. Okay. <laughs> I only did that last night. I didn't take my shirt off. And though. the night before, I thought. <laughs> and pretty much every yeah. night you've ever yeah, been. Yeah, it asked. happens often. Yeah, I'm actually surprised you have your shirt off. I mean, on no, right I was just to say, it's like I'm getting a little, sh- what was it, schmitzy? Schmitzy. Schmitzy. I'm teaching you some Yiddish, yeah. Anyways, and so there's, let's just say, there's a group of soccer players yeah. and there's a group of football players. Okay? Immediately, you're going to associate certain qualities with them and just 100%. Right? And just based on that, you are going to based on your past experiences with them, you're going to figure out, "Ah, oh, I'd, I'd probably rather kick it with these people sure. than those people." For sure. These people are probably going to be more like this than more like that. Now, if you're basing that on your own experiences, I think that you can say that you really shouldn't do that, but it's human nature, right? Absolutely. And I don't think that that is bad. If you are open-minded and willing Changing. to let people disprove you, that's a good point. If you Fair. say, "I think they might be like this, but I'm not tying to, like 100% sure that they're like this," you say, right. "Oh, based on my past experiences, I believe that they might be like this, but I'm going to be willingly disproved." Sure, I think that's fine, and I think that's human nature. If you're, if you're, of course, if and, you're I, aware. And I think that I honestly think that's an indication of some degree of social intelligence, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but. If you're not willing to let them disprove you, yeah. then it becomes an issue. I agree. Which, which is essentially, uh, I, I don't want to, which is essentially what racism is. 100%. Like it's, it's I have this belief about this race and that's it. I, that, that's, it's not going anywhere. Right. They're negative. It's usually a negative feeling, but that's what that but is. But do you think that, that whole racism or stereotypes, like that whole, you know, categorizing someone's, uh, I guess, behavior based on just one specific category, um, do you think that just comes from not having a lot of experience? Because if someone doesn't have a lot of experience with different people, um, aren't exposed to a little, uh, you know, That's different type of, of people or exposed to a lot of cultures, haven't traveled. Now, I, I'm much more willing to, I'm not saying, you know, racism is good. I'm not saying stereotypes is good because I hate some of the stereotypes I get bucketed good, I'm, into. I'm glad you're not saying that. <laughs> no, no, but what I'm saying is, is I, I, I kind of understand sometimes when people just haven't had much experience in a lot of things and they're not open-minded because of the fact that they haven't had those experiences. So that, so... If you're labeling because you haven't had experiences, that I think is bad. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. If you're labeling because of your past experiences, that's human nature. Right. So, mm-hmm. for example, yeah, okay, my, I'll look at it different. My, okay. my entire okay. life, for whatever reason, I've gotten along phenomenally well with Persians. 
Hey, what's up, boss? <laughs> like some of the, some of the closest people in That's my life. That's why I kept following you into the shower today. When I was like, dude, like let me just <laughs> dude, jump in really so quick. Annoying, <laughs> <dude. laughs> yeah. He's like trying to get ready. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I'm trying to tell you the story. Like let me tell you the story dude, about Drew, my night last dude, night. Dude, yeah. I don't want to go on a tangent, but I'm, Julian has a has a huge tendency when he when I came in here. When he wants to talk to you, he will fall. He'll be in your face and follow you around that yeah. vicinity. He'll 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 watch where your eyes would go, <laughs> and then he'll stick his head in your line. <laughs> of vision so you have to look at him and listen to what he's saying well, like think about how you guys became my best friends like it was literally i saw you walk down the hall i go that's gonna be my friend and i was yeah. like oh i definitely need you didn't you know. see me walk down the hall yeah how but, did that but you i well, saw you're tell shorter you, you know how it happened i'll tell you this right now i saw i saw ricky on a party but oh no no it was on a bus coming back from the ucla game. i swear on my life this is exactly what? how it went down yeah. he doesn't even know this i never even told him this so you're about to find out through a podcast um i saw him no, like, I saw this is literally him. what how he decides yeah, his friends. Yeah. He, goes, he goes damn that guy's good looking i'm gonna be friends with him legitimately that's Wait, probably I how he became friends hey, with him. Hey, yeah. listen listen so I, I see this guy and you labeled him <laughs> i no 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 i didn't yeah, yeah. must yeah. have hold uh, on okay okay let me get into the story all right um i saw i saw him in a in a bus coming back from the UCLA game. And I just saw him just talking to all the cool guys, like all the guys that I'm friends with yeah. and all the guys that like are, they look up to him. Like yeah. I have Robbie, I have these guys, Tommy, they're like, dude, Ricky, like you never come around anymore. He's like, yeah, cause I graduated and I don't <laughs> live here. You know, it's like, I don't go to the frat anymore, of course. And I remember just, he's just such a captivating guy. And all these guys are like, oh, you don't know Ricky Lee. Like, you know, he's the guy, man. Like you, you guys would be such dude, good friends. If who was saying that? <laughs> <laughs> captivating would not be a way I'd describe yeah. myself. Yeah. I'll take people, it. Yeah. People, people were actually oh like, you guys would have been best friends if he was your year whatever Nobody right said and i said <laughs> all right whatever but um, but i'm say. listening those are my I'm, boys though dude. i'm listening to this i'm listening to this i'm like who is this guy you never Ricky? listen you're always talking <laughs> <laughs> let me finish the story i'm i'm sitting there and i'm listening to him and i go wait who's this guy ricky and i finally see this ricky guy in this same bus as me i look at him i see who he's talking to i go all right that guy's going to be my best friend. And <laughs> five years later, I'm in his wedding. You know, like, that's just how it goes. You Damn, know, dude. Tying this, yeah, this back to the first episode, do you think it's because you actually like Ricky or was it the chase? <laughs> I think it might have been the chase. Dude, dude. Good point, dude. Right, right? He was courting me, dude. Yeah, I, I straight up was like, dude, that guy has such a great bald head. I just want to look like him and put a hat on and just start wearing jean jackets. Well, it, 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 that it. actually is very funny. It's every, all right, so every, I guess this is what, this is our fifth episode. We've, we've scrapped a few. We have a of few we haven't released. We, we'll release some more. Slowly but surely, every time we've met up, Julian's style becomes a little bit more like Ricky's, <laughs> and he starts to buy his clothes and buy buy all of his outfits. And they're both wearing black uh, pants and beige shirts today. I don't know what brand they are, man. I'm so sorry. You don't, you don't it would have been funny. I mean, they're rag and bone. But to, I just, to, just to tie it all back, it sounds like essentially you saw me. You put me in a label. Was like this is this like a cool, a cool guy. guy. Yeah, yeah he's a cool it's guy. Like, he's it's, a guy cool. Hey, but you're the cool guy. It's a cool label. It's a cool. It's a cool label to have. But. Yeah, you got to take it's that. Labeling, it's labeling nonetheless. Absolutely. Like, right? I could well, have been a complete here. fucking shithead. You could have been like, oh, man, all right, I'm going to hit this guy up. And then I was just like, yo, fuck you. And I was just a shithead. <laughs> just been a total Yeah, dick. but like, I guess, that would have been terrible. And then I would have just been like, dude, I'm going to go back to trying to follow Doc in the shower. You know, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I have which, another friend. Which, you know? which actually happened today. We were You were super excited about the episode. And while I'm showering, you're yelling at me. He comes into the bathroom because I don't have a lock in my bathroom because it's Highland Park. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and you come in the bathroom and you're yelling at me while I'm while I'm like naked and washing and you're telling me about all these things and yeah I don't know man it's, <laughs> it's not surprising yeah but I guess. back back to yeah. labeling but I, I think one of the biggest things that we have to kind of take away from this is 
What? I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, just, I, I love it. It's a great ability to transition to go from complete bullshit, me being naked and falling into the shower, to you saying, well, let's reel this back in. <laughs> let's let's, let's really second. think about yeah. the message here, right? Yeah. Um, it's funny. My brother asked me today. He's like, do you know what existential means? And I was like, yeah, it's, I'm the existential bro. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 you're not getting it. Do you know what existentialism means? Yeah. And I go, yeah, it's basically being able to have some sort of foresight into the future, being willing to have some depth with the way you think. And I'm just kind of giving him answers because yeah. I'm now put in this category of, yeah. okay, you have a, a podcast based on existentialism and right. you don't even really necessarily know the meaning behind it. Right. I think a lot of the times the way we define ourselves, whether it's with our career so wait, did you know what existentialism meant? I was gonna wait till you told us. To be, okay. to be fair, the way we're using it in this podcast it's is actually it's just to be a little bit right? incorrect. It, it but is. we're using it in the way of like being deep. Sure. Yeah, we're, it's we're, not we're really using it a little meaning. colloquially, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but what it means actually. Well, let me let me just finish really right, quick. Sorry. The way the way that we are in our career, the way that we are with uh, whether it's with our platonic relationships with women, um, with our family. With our creative aspects, right. that's going to for sure have smooth. to be taken out. Nah, we're keeping it. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it that's, that's how we've defined ourselves in society today. You know, it's like you become a lawyer, you become a doctor, and then all of a sudden you go, okay, so now I have to be this way. I have to approach people this way. I have You're to be saying you, you put a label on yourself. I, exactly. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. Now, mm. now, and people Ooh, don't realize it. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about People don't realize it. Like we're, yeah. I, and I'm not saying I'm any different. Like I'm, I'm literally like going to the law firm every day and I'm, I, most of the time I wake up at like you know, I go to bed at four in the morning, I wake up at six and I'm just putting on the clothes that I wore the night out, you know, right? Yeah. Um, but I will say there's times where I, yeah. I, I feel like a pressure to act a certain way right. because I'm like, oh, I'm, I have to be a lawyer. I have to act like a lawyer. I have to speak like a lawyer. I have to be interested in certain lawyer things. I, I don't know. If you're in sales, right, you want to talk about sports. Yeah. That's just what you do with your clients. It's, that's the idea of being a salesman. Okay. There's so many interesting ways of acting. And then it's now, are you really being yourself or are you acting based on your career? Yeah, or you're, your are you just playing the part? Exactly. So, so that's what's scary. I have, I, I have that feeling a lot. I'm in sales. And sometimes if I'm – I tend to be – if I'm at a party, I'm not the guy that – I don't think you'd pin me as a salesperson if I'm at a party. Maybe you well, would. You're shorter than I feel like I tend to be most. a little You're nouveau. You're nouveau salesperson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When you think Absolutely. of the old school I'm salesperson, not like old you, think, car salesman. you think the smooth guy that goes, hey, man, come on, level with me. <laughs> not me. But the new – I feel me. from my limited experience in the workplace, the right. new salesman is the likable guy who Just, goes, yeah. hey, I'm going to – I'm not trying to – If you want it, you want it, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm going to help you out if you do, and I feel like you do. But if you don't, you don't. I don't even know what you're selling, but I trust Dude, you. Wait, what, is, what are you? I want to buy what you just told me. About. No, but that's, that's it's true. Like people, the label yeah. of sales guy, that's you're kind of like, hey man, fucking yeah. buy this shit. It's yeah. the best, you know. Right. And it's like, I, and or that you're really, really, really is that, talkative. Now, is that how you are in sales, or is that who you are no. as a person? I'm because if you're just like that, who I whether am, it's your relationship, who I am as a person, I am that at work as well. And that's, I think that allows well, that, me that's to be what a good salesperson. You're a good salesperson because you're just genuinely yourself. Because I'm just genuine. But I think, but that's not what I'm describing. The big, not saying being genuinely yourself. It's what is, what do you? start to start to do as a person that's getting into these careers and that you isn't you you're saying, you're saying you exactly. start doing stuff that's Dude, not you to, to meet that to, label exactly hmm. that's what i'm trying to explain. so the big takeaway is that you don't know what existentialism means <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> wait wait no, before that, we go back into labeling yeah. explain what the, what's the true definition well, of this is this is my understanding and and this is so i, I might butcher this so anybody has a problem let me know but my understanding of existentialism to put it in lay terms is the sense that you realize that the point there, you're going to, you're going to die. Whoever, you know, is going to die. Your children are going to die. Your family, everybody's going to pass away. And that life is pointless. And that's an existential outlook. And so you start to question everything in life and really look for the deeper meaning and existential existentialism 
is the realization that inherently life is absurd and there is no deeper meaning. Okay. Yeah, no. I'm here. I'm going to read the definition. I just Googled this. Ready? Okay. Damn. Existentialism. Noun. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. A philosophical theory or approach which emphasizes the existence of the individual person as a free and responsible agent determining their own development through acts of the will. Okay. Yeah. I think that's pretty much what I said. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's go back to labeling. So, so what's your? Okay, I think Doc. I think Doc would be great to explain yeah. this because obviously I've, I'm not even in law school yet. I, I've obviously been working with firms and I, I right. see how people act and it's interesting because I get scared because I'm, I'm so myself at work and I don't want to have to feel like I have to be different because yeah. of the fact that I have to be a lawyer. As, as someone in med school right now, as someone that obviously interacts with doctors on a day to day basis, yeah. What do you see? What do you feel like you, you do maybe differently now? You know, do you see well, that things change? I mean. Touching on, you guys know, I, I don't necessarily have phenomenal style and I don't think I have a tendency to. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. You, you, you know, Your hat looks like it was like literally ran down by a tractor, bro. <laughs> you sweated so much yeah. in that hat. That hat like, is that hat's like literally went from gray to brown. You guys don't, I thought it was kind of cool. Bro, it's filthy, bro. Really? Look at okay. the sweat stain. <laughs> I'm like, dude, let me just buy you a hat. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> I, so this is, this is, but I mean, that's part of being professional is you, is you want to look like you're well put together. Of course. So uh, that, not, that's, yeah, something of course. That, that's something that I've actually been trying to do recently. But this is something, before we get into that, because I think there's, there's certain professional qualities that everybody has to have. That's, that's part, of, part of the workplace is you want to come off as somebody that's well put together that somebody can trust. Yep. Right? I'm not, if, but I'm not if, talking if, about being if you, professional. If, if you no, but he's disheveled. saying as a, as, a, as, a, as a doctor. He's not a doctor yet, yeah. but he's saying with that label of right. medical. In, in the, in the, that's something that I want to work on because right. it, I know that people are going to be judging and labeling oh, me. Of course. And so I want – and I know that – so much of that, as you said, so much of that is in the first 15 seconds when people see you. So I want when people see me, I want them to think, oh, this is a responsible guy. This is a guy that takes care of himself. I not, mean, you need that. For, right. Literally for the money that you're going to make. Could you imagine walking in the doctor and it's like, yeah, like you said, disheveled and his hair is fucked up and he's wearing yeah. it's like stains on his. I'd be like, I got to leave, bro. <laughs> you're like, dude, did you ever wash that hat? Or like, are you going to buy a new yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, don't I wear don't that know. hat when you're a doctor. <laughs> 15 bucks. <laughs> it looks like it's Anyways, 15 bucks. but. Here's a here's what here's what I want to talk talk about, which Juju touched on a little bit, mm. and I think that this is something that I struggled with, and even even to a sense still it's something I struggle with today, is self labeling. It's because we always talk about labeling other people, sure, yeah, sure, right? We always talk about how how we have these preconceived notions, but I think it could be detrimental to label yourself, right? Be, and, and I mean that in the sense that once you label yourself, you come to say, oh, I am this person and he, here's what I, here's yeah, what I am. Yeah. And so you start to do things it's purely for that, that, that right. idea of the label that you have to Right. Do. I'm trying to find, <laughs> right. I mean, you talked to me about this. I, oh, no, no, no. He yeah. talked to me. You told me this. You're like, I think you're so wrapped up in the idea of, okay, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be going to law school soon. I need to be going out all the time and, you know, spending money and having fun. And now I become this a cool, you told me, you're like, you're now so stuck in this that you don't know how to define life without it. Like you don't know what it is. You're talking about med school? No, when he was explaining it to like I, how I, was, I am. I, yeah. Like how did you say it? Like you said it perfectly. It was exactly I mean, you might you're on the spot now, so you gotta make yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm away. definitely on the spot now. I believe I believe that what we were talking about, you were talking to me about what you were going through with life and your yeah, current cur current relationships and whatnot. And I said that you have started to label yourself as kind of you've started to label yourself so much as the successful guy who's always going to be for the most part I mean always going to be the center of center of attention mm -hmm. okay that's part of your label and that that is who you are yeah but 
because that's how you label yourself. It's when like if you're not, when then you it's... when you don't have that, you, you lose your you, sense of identity. Hundred percent. Right. 100%. So so if I label myself, and so this is something to kind of, this is actually something that I I struggled with when I was I was younger. Is you you label yourself say as being, um, all right. Let's just say you you label yourself. Okay. For example, for med school, because I feel like there's a lot of people, a lot of things that people deal with. You label yourself as being a smart guy. Right. Or for a lot of people that are there, you label yourself as being the smartest person. What happens when you're not? Which it could be often. Right? Which, yeah. which, which is going to happen. Right. Then all of a sudden you go, well, who am I? And so that, what's, what's detrimental about labeling yourself is once you label yourself, you're then stuck. You're th- stuck. That becomes you tie yeah. your own notion of self identity to those labels. So if something challenges those labels, you have an existential you, crisis. You, th- <laughs> oh, Rick! Damn, coming in sick. hot, dude. Like yeah. coming in hot, hey, man. Hey, it's man. funny. Like I'm, I, I look up to Rick sometimes, and I, I dressed sometimes. like him the other day. We literally, I didn't, I, I knew this was gonna happen. I was like, all right, I'm gonna wear a hat and glasses only because I know Rick's gonna wear it. But I'm only gonna wear. Like very like uh, I don't know just bl- like blue jeans and like very yeah, like I don't wear key. a lot of colors like not a, yeah exactly you yeah. don't wear a lot of colors so I was Black trying to gray. go away from wearing things that you wear yeah. and I I remember I remember dressing myself and then thinking dude I look like Ricky this is this is fucking weird this dude wore black then, jeans and a jean jacket <laughs> and then next no and we had the same color shirt on too and we walk into yeah. the Kings game looking guys, at each other and you guys both are bald now yeah, yeah. and, and, he, and started he looked, shaving your head he, too no I, he told me that I needed to yeah, I was yeah, like, and, yeah. and to honestly, be fair I told him and to I, I knew it was time I just wasn't willing to admit it yet but right. now that I've committed to Loyola I go I'm a lawyer I could be bald you know shout like, out like Juju back to for labeling. finally shaving his head yeah it looks a lot guys I appreciate it my boys are all roasting me like dude that guy looks like the rock wait don't say that to him he's gonna have like way too big of ego he looks like the dude um what's that one guy mr potato dude. head i'm like no nah, like you can't go from the rock to the mr potato Bro, you kind of do look like yeah, mr potato totally that, you gotta get a mustache dude. no you i took i took this girl out last night and i never will forget what? this okay let me explain the story <laughs> I, I took this girl out last night and this the bouncer's looking at me he's like are you, you are you, you're with her and i was like yeah and he's like sure and i was like yeah he's like is this your girlfriend i was like no we're just on a date he's like really <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, I get it. I Damn, look like Mr. Potato Head, but, like, calm the fuck down, bro. Like, I'm, I'm all, have you heard of the Existential Bro podcast? Like, calm down, bro. Um, he def- no, but he definitely listens. <laughs> he listens. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to start rocking the shirt, making oh, sure bouncers start listening. I love, I love how. I love how Juju manages to intertwine the stories about how sick he is. <laughs> I know. Into no, these no, no, deep no, conversations. No. Anyway, so no. I know we're talking about labels, but listen, I'm the man. Okay, so yeah, back to what I was saying. That's not at all what happened. That's not at all what happened. But I, I really, I do, I do have this, um, I do have this, uh, I guess, this crossroad that I'm dealing with now because I'm obviously having a lot of fun. I'm, I'm going to law school soon, and I don't. And you don't know if you should grow out your hair again. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Don't. Sorry. No, no. I, I really am at a crossroads because. I start to realize once I'm in law school, this, this lifestyle is gone. Like there's no more going to Miami back to back with Tulum and Israel. It's done. So mm-hmm. at that point you don't become the fun. Like I, I'm not going to be the fun guy. Anymore. So you're saying you're going to lose gonna, that label. Am I going to lose that label and then okay. lose the people that I've created these relationships? I got something with? to say about this. And I think this is, um, yeah. I, I've gone through this. Um, I'm going to be 30 this year. I'm getting married this Congrats. year. I'm, Me I'm, and Sarah I'm talking. I'm you're 30. I'm planning your dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, talk to Sarah. You can plan I know. I told her. Anyway, I talked to her. Um, so, I don't know if I can make so, it. We know. <laughs> we already know. I got a um, test in a couple of years. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I, I've had to change the label of who I am. 
I used to be, I used to be young, wow. shit, and we were partying, and I was fucking, and I was like the, the I was like the loud guy, even in college, I was like, you were yeah. talking, da, 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 and I talked to all these people, and it was fun, <laughs> who I am today is not that, and I've, and I've had to change that label of myself. You went from but Pharrell to have, not Pharrell? But I'm, you, I've accepted it, though. But, but, okay, I guess, and this, we're getting really, it's hard to articulate, so we're kind of getting in the weeds here. Yeah, yeah. But, you, are you labeling yourself at each juncture, saying, no. oh, you used to be social party Ricky, now right. you need to be married responsible ricky or you're just saying i'm i'm being ricky but i'm turning up and down different dials yes I'm, and, and it's that's, more of the, the that line that i yeah. think is healthy right that's, that's, that's healthy just, yeah. that's just that's just yeah. personal change. you can't you can't go to san diego with me on my 21st anymore and just bring bachelorette would, to the table no nah, i'd go but i wouldn't do that <laughs> <laughs> Shit. i was like dude there's a ricky guy or maybe i would like, and, yeah. I, and then i'd just be like all right man you guys got this there's like girls that are taller than him. i'm like how like how what is he doing like should i start wearing that, jackets that yeah. was like one of the first times we kicked it yeah really this guy pulls and i was like oh little do you know yeah that was like the most i pulled my entire life when he used to go to the gym i swear to god you're like yeah. little do you know that i'm gonna marry my high school sweetheart um i'm gonna plan out a wedding i'm gonna actually end up moving back with their parents to start saving money for a home and then when i make that decision i will Bro. be coming once a week to see you during the podcast that's it please do not text me during that time i'm so old you guys damn this guy sounds sick <laughs> um so this is and it, it's based on self-labeling but this is something that has to do has to do with no, I, I kind of am tying this in and this is a little bit far-fetched. So see if you can stay with me here is it's the idea of kind of having a notion of self. And I think that self-labeling can be detrimental because once you give yourself these labels, it will make you do certain things and avoid certain things because when you've labeled yourself as such, you feel like you have to abide by those guidelines and those, those rules, those standards, right? And those yeah, rules, and those standards that are tied to that label. So, I think not labeling is great and having a strong notion of self, just saying I am who I am and I like what I like and my mood might change and understanding that it's a fluid and dynamic situation. And I think what a lot of people do that don't have a notion of self and by a lot of people, I don't want to act like I'm on a high horse here and this is something I've struggled with and I do all the time is you define yourself when you don't have a strong notion of self. You define, your, your note, you define yourself relative to other people. Mm. That's scary. <laughs> and, and so kind of what, what, I, what I've realized with that is when you say, oh, I don't know who I am. Well, I know more about sports than this guy or I'm taller than this guy and that guy. Or, so you start right. to use other people by comparison to give yourself a notion of self. Yeah, of course. And I think that that is super detrimental. And to me, that is mm. a... I think it's it's a scary it's a bad way it, it's a scary path to go down because then your identity of self is based on the company that you keep mm, right. or the people that you're so, around. So it could potentially it, well, it could potentially be good, it could potentially be bad. Well, think on your it, things change like think about your friends, right? Like as you grow older, you have your high school friends, you have your college friends, but then you have your friends like when you're starting to grow as an adult. Right. And yeah. that's those are the people you end up keeping in your life because they're the people that are making that are helping you make those decisions that are helping you have this like guideline through your life. But so and, and I mean, don't get me wrong, like in high school when yeah. I got into UCLA, people were shocked. They're like, this guy got into UCLA. I'm still shocked. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I, I remember people were like, there's no way this guy got into I just, UCLA. I, I, was can't believe I was on man cheer, literally like flipping people. Like, they're like, dude, this guy's insane. Like, it's uh, crazy. You, guys you audited for four years and they gave you a degree. I'm very surprised. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just it's just funny because the friends I had at the time were, were 
they're my I mean they're my boys and like some you. of them I still keep in touch. Yeah, you almost said with. best friends. But a no, they're they're yeah. my they're, of course like a few few of them are still my best friends. But just throw that you, term. <laughs> <out>. oh. <laughs> yeah. But it's just hmm. funny because uh, I I still have this this notion that most of these guys are blue collar guys and they and they sit down with me and we talk and it's just so different now. We have complete different lifestyles. Mm. And back then you're a certain way because you're in, you're with those people. Then you're in college and you're with your fraternity. You're with this person. You're dating whatever it may be. You're you're all of a sudden now the college right. guy, right? Let me all right cut this out if we want. All right, so I'm gonna call you out yeah. fat right here. Okay, so, I might okay. cut it out. Okay, no, no. So this is this is what I'm gonna say is this is a talking about labeling yourself okay sure as much as i've known you you've known me you, for a long time and i've known you for a long time you are the guy you are the ladies man you are the ladies man okay okay fair. yeah 100 yeah, percent. you're the fair. ladies man but i swear i like and her. you wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> i swear i do i promise you and you make it a point to be the ladies man you make it a point to let people know that you're the ladies man Okay. Okay. I swear I want to like play guitar. Like I want to watch <laughs> and, Netflix and, and, with her, and, make her some food. And I'm not saying that that's a bad she's thing. Busy. I just but don't get it. I've noticed that when I've been around you, and there's another guy that might be getting more attention yep. than you, you get flustered. Yep, you do. You get you get flustered. For example, <laughs> for just a, a super quick little example. And there's there's other examples, but we went out the other night. We were at uh, Hotel Irwin, Swag. and there was some. There was some random guy in the elevator that was FaceTiming some girl and talking about, <laughs> like, just just some, some nobody bullshit, that was talking bullshit. about surfing and this girl yeah. and be single. And Julian was about to pop, man. <laughs> he wanted to like he, steal the phone and he, be like, "Hey, listen." He, he, we got off the elevator and he just vented to me about how how he hated that guy for no reason because that uh, because when a guy is the guy getting the female attention and right. getting that validation. And that is how you label yourself right, as right. being the guy that gets the girls. Who are you now? Mm, and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that's what I'm scared about. Cause I know once I go to law school, I'm going to be so focused on myself in law school that I'm scared that these girls, I'm not the fun guy anymore. Like I'm not the fun guy that wants Which, to take them out, take, you know, fucking. So, but that's I, what, that's I, what I, we're talking about. That's and what I, we're talking about. Them, and look, I tell right. them I'm not going to be this guy for much longer. And that's what we're so saying. So you have till August 20th. You know, no, look, <laughs> look, here's what, that's what we're saying is, is, is you don't, you don't have to be attached to these labels. I think they're helpful in ways. They're detrimental in ways. But in that Fair. situation, if you, you're in law school and you're like, look, I got to change the way I do shit. I can't party as much. No, no, I can't drink not. as much. I really got to lock down. I'm going to You can, you can adjust that label. Like, who I am now is different than who than the Julian I was before. All I'm trying to I say gotta is do I this. hope the people that I have surrounded myself with, the people that I've invested my time with, still yeah. like me because I'm ah. not that guy anymore. Because like, think about it. Probably you went, dude, we went. <laughs> I mean, no, like Doc, Doc, Honestly, yeah, like, no, Doc yeah. didn't finish the story. <laughs> like we went to. Last, we're gonna yeah. stop the podcast we went to, as soon as you get. No, we went to Hotel Irwin. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Uh, no, we went to Hotel Irwin, and of course, like we're we're just blowing money and having fun. And then Doc looks yeah, at me. Yeah, we, like, we both spent yeah, a lot that night. No, he looks at me. He goes, "You know, I'm not paying for any of this." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna Who be." Who said that? <laughs> no, it just. Did what you it call is. me Jewish? <laughs> to, to, whoa, that was weird. At Pop, to be fair, to go back to what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There 100 will be people that, that are gonna, lose. that are gonna, lose. that you'll lose. That's a, okay. For sure, they're not my real friends. No, 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 no. <laughs> Doc touched on this before. Kanye, you I feel you, you, bro. I feel you. You touched Kanye. on this on, a, on an earlier episode. Yeah. When you talked about the friends that you had at certain points of your life. Yeah. And how it was beneficial to you, yeah. how it was beneficial to them. That's what it is. I, I, I don't go by the notion it's like, oh, if we aren't friends anymore, you were never my real friend. No. Mm. We were really good friends at the time and we served a purpose for each other at the time. Uh, but who I am today we grew doesn't connect grew. with who you are today. Maybe you grew differently. Grew I grew differently. differently. 
it's, you're just in a different yeah, and I'm, com- I'm coming to grips with that because I'm always the kind of guy like if you're my friend I'm the most I will be so loyal to you I will do everything in my power right. to be a good friend to you I, I care about literally you. follow you into the shower <laughs> <laughs> no I just want to make sure you know you're getting like someone scrubbing your back right um, but is that is that a, is that a Persian stereotype <laughs> Uh, of being super loyal. I think so. Is that a thing? I, I, I mean, middle, it's a Middle Eastern thing. Yeah. I think, I think, that's, I mean, that's, think about it. You walk into someone's home as, as a Middle Eastern, right away they're serving you food, food that's cut up. Yeah, they're true, trying true. to get you, make sure you're not, you know, you're making sure you're not like thirsty, right? They're yeah. like constantly just trying to. A little tarof. Yeah, it's, it's tarof. Tarof. Tarof means right. to, to basically offer every, it's like over-offer. Over-offer. It's like, that, that's expected. Yeah. How do you oh, say it? What is it? A tarof. 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 Yeah, so any of the Persian listeners, that's Farsi, yeah. Um, No, but it is true that that's how I am. So when I'm so loyal, I'm so I'm giving you all my time, investing in you. I'm giving you advice. I'm trying to help you anytime you call me. If for some reason we just we just stop talking, right? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little sad. You know, I'm a little I'm a little Hmm. emotional guy. I'm a little sensitive guy, right? You know, and it and it hurt it hurts. And that's something that's been something that I've been dealing with with people that I've lost because. We've grown diff- We've grown apart. But I don't yeah. think it's a sad. It's, uh, yeah, it's part of sad part of it. life, man. Yeah. I, I right. feel like you, sure. at least for me, I look back on on some of old relationships, romantic and platonic, and you just go, ah, man, I'm, I'm not sad. I was kind of right. happy. I had those right. times, and it, it was fun. Anyways, though, I want to jump back because I think we got a little off track, and I wanted to have Ricky touch on this because we were we were real serious in the beginning of the episode. Uh, and then I think we kind of got onto somehow it sure, seems sure. we always seem to start talking about Juju's love life. <laughs> I just need advice. I think bro. we did pretty yeah, good advice. on this, and we didn't talk no, too we're much. Fine. No, we're no, fine. no, no, no. I wanted to, I wanted to have Ricky because I know you, you shared a story with us before the podcast when we talked how we were going to get into <laughs> stereotypes. Funny story. Yeah, it's more of like on a. I don't know, I don't know if you want to talk about. It. We'll, we'll, we'll get into racism on the next episode, but this is this a isn't great... racism. It's just a funny. This is, okay. So I'll just tell the story. Yeah. It's a funny story that I feel like. Um, Maybe other black people have dealt with, and me me being mixed, I get asked the question fucking a lot. What are you? And I know what that means. It's not like what, are, what that's what what race are you? And uh, usually I tell them I I used to tell them I'm mixed. That was my go-to. I'm mixed, and then Damn, I explain. It. Now I just say I'm black, and then they give me like if I'm like what are you? I'm black, and they give me a look like, you know what the fuck I'm asking? You're not just <laughs> you're black. Like, you're not completely And I'm like yeah. There. My mom's white, my dad's black, and I go, oh, okay. Well, where, where's your, where's, where are your family from? Yeah, I know what they're asking. What's, what's my the true ethnicity? Where are they from? So, yeah, uh, my mom's European. Like her, her, her family's from fucking Ireland and England, and like my dad's African American. Yeah, I usually think that that's enough. They'll understand. And <laughs> multiple times, specifically this one girl, she goes, oh, okay, your dad's African American. Well, where's, where's his family from? <laughs> and I was like. Well, we're African American. She goes, no, but where are they from originally? I'm like, bitch, fucking slaves. <laughs> like, I he hasn't read a history. Book. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought this whole time you're Moroccan. I'm like, they're for sure coming from Morocco. Well, here's right? the thing, and that still wasn't enough. I feel like a lot of people think that African Americans have. There's like this weird thing that they think African Americans know their where their descendants are from. Mm-hmm. We do not. Africa. If you if you're if you if your family's from Africa, like you're Nigerian and they have since moved to America, you'll know. Hey, my, I'm Nigerian. That, but if it, your family is African American from the South and they're from slaves, you have zero idea where from Africa you're from. Damn, zero. That's craziness. None. Doesn't exist. Well, I don't go, fucking know. Going from that, uh, Wait, that, that's a little transition I, here. I, 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 no, no, no. no. I, I have one question. I, I have one question though, and this kind of deals with labeling. Um, and especially because Ricky, I mean, you, you obviously said you identify as black, but yeah. you're very ethnically ambiguous. Absolutely. And I want to ask you, have you ever met somebody who's talked to you or acted in a certain way 
then they figure out and they might have thought that you were Latino or you were Puerto Rican or whatever. Then they find out that you're black yeah. and then they act differently. Hmm. Uh, not not so much because yeah. I, don't, I the way I present myself isn't like I'm not hood. I don't I speak well. Like I have I have clear. You know what I mean. I don't speak hood. So even if people find out I'm know. black, they're yeah, still I don't kind know, of man. Like, you yeah. took a few takes on that. Battery took like four times to do. I was like, all right, no, we're I, really running out of time. I, I definitely don't. I mean, I've been. You know, it's funny. I've been on a plane. I've been asked. <laughs> this has happened twice to me. Where I don't know. I guess they had someone there was Persian on the plane and they couldn't speak Farsi and they <laughs> and, a, and a stewardess comes up and goes, "Excuse me, sir, do you speak Farsi?" And I'm just like. You're like, hold on, let me call Juju real quick, bro. He's You're like, listen, you I out. just learned Tarot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but but, I don't think that's – honestly, I don't think that's that's happened a whole lot to me, honestly. For the most part, like I feel like people know people know who I am and they're just like, all right, cool. You grew up in Orange County. You're an Orange County kid. Maybe they have – I don't know. I guess I don't know the thoughts that people have of me yeah. that don't yeah. express I, I, that. But. I was just wondering if it was ever a noticeable difference where you sure. could just see that shift in somebody's in, – in the way somebody conducted themselves. Yeah, I'll tell course. you. You know what? You know where it does happen a little bit? You know where it does happen a little bit with – with other black people and not in a bad yeah. way, not in a bad way. Like some yeah. people, black people might not know I'm black. They think I'm Mexican. They think I'm whatever. And then yeah. they're like, Oh shit, you're black. And it's kind of a little bit more of a, like a, a connection. They're like, Oh cool. We're boys. We're yeah. good. Like you're, I didn't realize you were black before. Now we're, now we're chilling. And I'm like, right. Oh dope. Okay, cool. We're, we're good. So what I wanted to ask you is in that instance, you said that you notice a difference where, um, a black man or woman, I don't know, uh, changed when they figured out that you identified as a black guy yeah now they're using labels and they're changing the way that they act would it upset you and did that did that upset you when that happened no would it, it would it, it upset you if it was a white person it, it, um, it depends on how they came at me when, when a yeah. black person does it to me that here's the way i experience it when yeah. a black person is like oh shit you're black you're we're we're one we're one in the same you get it. it's more of this it's yeah it's a gotcha. oh you've been through the some of the same shit that i've been through you understand what it's like um, I, I, honestly, it's not like I've had a lot of struggles, but that's kind of the general. If it's like, oh, you get it. How about yeah, a Persian person? It. If I was just like, dude, Rick. If you thought you I was man. Persian? No, if I was just like, dude, I, I'm with you on that. If you just said that, I'd be like, <laughs> all right, man, whatever. But no, but I, you know, black people don't even say that. It's just kind of like, oh, cool. And then we kind of have it like, it's just like, oh, cool. I dope. Didn't realize you were black. Now I know. It, 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 it's like the head nod where it's like you understand yeah. certain things. Yeah, for Ooh, sure. I could see that, man. And I, I feel like that's part of, I don't know. I think like all, not always but you tend to see people that associate with like yeah right like attracts like to a certain degree and i they know you, you can connect you've we've been through some of the same experiences you imagine right you imagine that there's cultural ties right. there's things that you guys have experienced that other people haven't experienced that so you understand there's a likeness right just based you off feel of a little more comfortable right yeah. and that i guess is once again that's that's subconsciously labeling right but i think to a certain degree it's it's real yep right You're and, right and you can't avoid that absolutely and uh, so with that, what we're going to do is we're going to do something a little bit different. It's going to be fun. Um, we haven't done this. We've, excited. We, we've been hearing a lot. A lot of the listeners are saying, hey, I got questions and I and they're sending us questions. So we're going to do a little segment yeah. called the existential questions. questions. Let's yeah, get into I'm excited. it. Julian, what do we got? Read, <laughs> okay, we read got, some of them we off. Got, we got a few yeah, questions that I'm going to read off for Let's, you. What's the first um, one? The first one is how quickly should you sleep with someone? After your first date. Now, and you sleep with them on the first date? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this, this, this is, you got to be specific about this. This was from, from a female so from asking a female, us as men. So she, wa she wants to know how men think with how quickly you should sleep with someone. Is it is it a bad idea to sleep with someone on a first date? And I, I, I honestly, like, as far as my thought process goes, 
Um, I, 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 have a connect, I have a connection with you, whether it's in the first 15 seconds or whether it's in three months from now. It's, if it's, there's a connection, it's going to be a connection. You what about Brooke? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, let me explain. Let me explain. No, there's no, no specific girls. It's more just the idea of if we have a connection, whether we sleep on the first, sleep together with, uh, on, like I met my four year girlfriend at the time on a one night stand. Like it's, it's not, I'm not saying you just sleep with someone and all of a sudden it's over. If you have a connection with that person, obviously don't just like jump into a relationship after you sleep with them for the first time because, you know, obviously you end up in a four-year relationship and then you start making a podcast after and you're explaining all the times that you had issues, right? Like you don't want to, you don't want to get into that. But what you're saying is, is you're saying that the time between meeting and having sex is I don't think it makes a difference. It's, it's, it, uh, it's inconsequential. I would, I remember there's one girl I met in college and she, I, and it's funny because this is on my mind now, um, unfortunately, but that's one girl that I met in college, not the girl that I met in college is on my mind, but the fact that I'm in the situation right now, but I met this girl in college and she goes, Oh, we're not, we're not sleeping together after until two months. And I remember I was like, okay, well, I like you. I, I think you're a cool girl. Let's, let's get together and let's do it. Let's, let's date. Let me and show you for, my Beamer. <laughs> yeah. No. And for two months I end up not having sex with this girl. And finally, after two months we have sex and it was congratulations. It was not the best sex, but the fact that we waited those two months because that was what her rule was made no sense in the relationship. It didn't progress the relationship. All it did was hinder mm. the fact that I don't even know if I have an emotional, sexual, physical connection with this person. I think if you have sex with someone on the first date, I think if you have someone sex with someone after two weeks or whether it's a month or you wait a year, if you have a connection with them, it's not going to make a difference. I agree. How long it, Let me jump. I, I think that I agree with you. I do agree. I think that whether it's the first night, whether it's two weeks, whatever feels the most comfortable. As 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 a female, you you kind of are the one that's going to dictate when when, of the, course, when the sex of happens. Of course, but I'm just trying I to feel tell like females. No, I know. I'm saying if you if you feel comfortable that first night, you feel comfortable with that man, do it. If you feel like I'm, you know what, I'm not comfortable yet. I'm going to keep hanging out with wait, him. It's two wait, weeks. Hundred percent. Wait, wait. Whatever that whatever that is that makes if you feel comfortable 100%. in that moment, do it. The sex is better. Once I think you're that if you're with if you're if you're with this man and he's and you have sex with him after fucking in the first date and he goes, you know what, I don't I don't date girls that have sex the first date. That's a fucking bullshit. Fuck boy, like don't fuck with that guy. Am I? You no, know what I'm, I'm saying? with you. Like that's I'm not a, that's not a yeah. man. No, fuck that. Fuck that for sure. I'm that's with not you. a man. Yeah, no, I'm not saying sex dictates whether you know you're gonna have a relationship or not. All I'm trying to explain is sex with someone that you have a connection with will yeah, dictate whether you will continue having sex or at least continue right. being with that person. We agree. You know, what I'm saying? doc, how you feel? I feel like dog's having hell anxiety. He's getting super red right now. Or no, is that just no, his no, shirt? no, it's my shirt. What do you? How do you feel? Uh, I mean, I think it's a case to case basis. And once again, this is one of those things that I think it's, it's easy as a guy because I, and I don't want to speak like, I don't, I, I don't like having these talks all the time without a female voice, but this is a female asking a guy what, what, how, what should she do? I feel like it, it, it's gotta be a case by case basis. And I think it kind of depends. I never think like this is me honestly but I, I feel like i tend to be on one end of the spectrum more so i don't really think waiting is ever that big of a deal right you know like if a girl if a girl if i actually enjoy hanging out with a girl for the right reasons yeah. it's not something that i care about i agree so so okay so my question i guess for you yeah. is going off of the same the same question yeah you're with this girl and fireworks are flying the first night shit's just really going good and you have sex the first time you hang out yeah are you going mm, are you judging her on that no no you should no, no. i'm asking never. doc i'm asking doc no 
Okay. No. 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 All right, I'm so not. Exactly. Good. That's okay. I agree. That's all. And you should. That if you said it. yes, I'd probably talk it. some shit. Right. Because I feel it. like yeah. there's no reason. No. Like, I agree. I agree. We're I hate grown, the guys that are like, up. oh, she slept with me on the first night. Uh, well, and, it's like, and nah. I can't date her. Like, Fuck nah, that's whack. Fuck that's that. whack, bro. Like, all right. Figure it out. All right. Let's go to the next question. We have one from a good friend of mine, old roommate. He actually asked. Does social media affect not necessarily like the way you portray yourself on social media affecting your relationships, but the way that yeah. someone else portrays themselves on social media? Does it affect your relationship? Does that make sense? I mean, so, so you're let's say like if, a, you're, if you're, you're dating in a relationship someone, with somebody. So if you're dating if you're in a relationship with somebody, that's a social media influencer, a model, whatever it may be. Could that affect the way that you have to now act with that person? If you're, if you're, I mean, this is just my opinion, and I feel like uh, I shouldn't even be talking about this. I feel like Ricky should really discuss this. Is when you're mm, okay. no 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 just because yeah. in general I mean once you're seriously dating with somebody they become an extension of yourself. So it doesn't make a difference if they're on social media, like doing. It depends. It, it depends if you care about your persona on social media. I think it's something you got to take into account. Sure. If, you know, if you don't care, then it's not an issue. Okay. Okay. I feel that. I feel like I, I mean I'm not super crazy active on social media. Yeah. If I if if Sarah was like some crazy social media personality and it was her job. That was her job. I would I would indulge it, but there there's a point of like diminishing returns. Like I've seen all these guys that are constantly taking fucking photos with their girl and they're taking photos of their girl to post on social media. Mm-hmm. There's a point where I would be like, Look, man, I just want to fucking hang out. Like isn't I, it, I I got you. Isn't that. it, it would bother funny? Me. And this is actually something I wanted to really dive into on a different episode. I was thinking about this on my run today. Isn't it funny that posting a picture on social media has become a step in a relationship? Oh, like post with each other? But no, yeah. remember, it used to be Facebook that status changed. But now, I mean, if you post something, if you post something with somebody on, on I don't know, Instagram or Snapchat or sure. whatever it is, that's a step. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is, yeah. isn't that kind of funny? It's, I mean, it's, it, it's it is, like, it is like sad that we're can, using social media to basically, you know, have some foundation point, to our relationship. Your family knows, your family knows, your friends know, everybody who's important in your life knows. Yeah, I don't think it's sad. That's exactly what it is. You're saying, I, I want people to know that this is what's happening. Yeah, I just wish I knew about the Facebook relationship status before I took that girl skydiving and then five years later. Hey, I'm getting married <laughs> in, in two months and me and Sarah are not in a relationship on, on Facebook. Facebook? Damn, it's just nothing. It's, we don't have anything. And you still have that active Tinder account. It's so weird. <laughs> it's things so don't, weird, dude. Things don't yeah. feel like they're paying right, out. Last next one, question. Last next one, question. Last one. Next question. Um, last one. This is my favorite. Why the fuck did we do a podcast? <laughs> like, That's a good one. I like right? that. Like, yeah. Why the fuck Who did asked we that do question? a podcast? Um, it was actually a close friend of mine. Anonymous. Uh, uh, I actually... <laughs> I will say it was a close friend of mine from high school. Um, haven't spoken to him for ten years. The the reason why I think that I, why I'm loving this. Obviously, you guys kind of had this started before me. You guys, I think, had a couple episodes. I came in and made it legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Buck, but oh, thank you. The Rick. reason I'm loving this and I'm having a really good time, whether people listen or not. I mean, thank you for listening. If you guys are listening, yes, the reason I'm loving you. this is in my day to day life and my work and stuff. I don't really have a very creative outlet. Like I work out. I play fucking video games and I fucking work. You yeah. know what I mean? Swag. But this is this is something that I can do that's creative. We can create this thing and, and it's yeah. fun. Like I, it's like our little brainchild that we're yeah. making. It's yeah. fun. It's cool. It's like yeah. we are a product of our brains. It's fun. <laughs> you know? It's creative. Um, for me, it's, it's, it comes down to just the idea of there's so many times where I sit down with people and we're like one-on-one having these conversations and they're just like, oh my God, like you're so, what the fuck? Like you're so different. And I go, well, why can't I be different and have other people listen to it and have them question some of the things that I question. Right. And it's yeah. like, it's inspired. I, I want to inspire people. I want people to look at life in a different lens. It's just, yeah. it's so interesting how the world could be completely shaped on your perspective. So if you listen to this, thank you so much, but I'm here. 
Uh, number is three one zero three six seven four five zero one. All right. And last, lastly, Doc. Yeah, Doc. Mine, mine is a combination of of kind of two. Is like I I really enjoy this because I'm not very artistic guy, and this is somewhat of a creative artistic outlet for me. Yeah. Also, there's something about you have conversations and you feel like you have a really good conversation with a buddy. And when you put a mic in front Dude, of you, you want to put it on a wax. You you want to put your best foot forward. It's yeah. kind of like practice versus game day. For sure. Right? And all of a sudden it gets real and I find myself really trying to to really work on my arguments, really figure out how to articulate how I feel. Absolutely. And so it's kind of a way to force me to grow as a person as well because I don't want to be talking on this and stumble over my words. It, cha- it challenges you as a speaker. It challenges you as a person. Or even say – or even like it, it'll challenge some of the ideas you hold and, and you're putting it on wax and you go – Man, maybe that idea yeah, I had. Yeah, no, exactly. Do I really want to exactly. express that? There's, oh, there's also so many times where I've said something in this podcast, which just brought up a new topic or brought up a new per- perception of something, sure. and then I go, yeah. "I didn't even know I felt that way, mm-hmm. right?" Because yeah. you, you discover a, a little. We have we've discovered some, and, some and shit I hope, about I hope other people this. are discovering yeah. it too. So, hey, that was episode five. Thank you so fucking much once again. We are the existential bro. We have Ricky, Doc, and Juju. See you guys later. Hey, thank, thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.